Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Lord, we praise you. Yes, Lord. Lord, we praise you. Hallelujah. Lord, we praise you. Hallelujah. Lord, we praise you. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah, Lord. Oh, Lord, we praise your holy name. Hallelujah, Lord. Amen. Lord, we praise your holy name. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Father, we give you the praise and honor and glory. We ask, Almighty God, you go for us today. Make all our crooked paths straight. Lead us, O Lord, in this word today and help us to understand your word, Father, and to take this word and use it in our lives daily in all that we do. Thank you, Father. Thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Okay, let's get started. We left off yesterday at Mark 10. So let's pick up at Mark 10 today. Uh, First verse. Then he rose from there and came to the region of Judea by the other side of the Jordan. And the people gathered to him again. And as he was accustomed, he taught them again. The Pharisees came and asked him, Is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife, testing him? And he answered and said to them, What did Moses command you? And they said, Moses permitted a man to write a certificate of divorce and to dismiss her. And Jesus answered and said to them, Because of the hardness of your heart, He wrote you this precept. But from the beginning of creation, God made them male and female. Listen up, everyone. Okay? Listen up clearly. From the beginning of the creation, God made them male and female. 
For this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife. And the two shall become one flesh. So then they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let not not let not man separate. Okay? Now, I hope that's very clear to everybody. Because in this world, a lot of people have, you know, they have made exceptions for things that's unacceptable. And I'm sad to say that when people get to the other side, when the Lord, you know, greets them or they get to face the Lord, they're going to be really surprised. But this is self-explanatory here. <clears throat> and this, again, is in red writing, meaning Jesus Christ himself spoke this. That's why it's in red. Okay, so let's read this again. He said, because of their heart and hearts, Moses, who is a man, made a precept for them so that they be able to live. But that is not the law of God. At the beginning, at the very beginning, this is what Jesus said, because of the hardness of, of your heart, he wrote you this precept. But for the, from the beginning of creation, God made, made them male and female, okay, to be together, not to be separated. And for this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined, and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. Okay, now, this does not say man and man or woman and woman, okay? This uh, scripture dots on a lot of different things. It dots on marriage. It also dots on uh, the, the uh, homosexual movement today uh, where, and, and mind you, Homosexuality existed back in the time of Jesus Christ as well. But even though it existed, it's not permitted. It's not permitted. You were stoned to death if you were caught doing those things in uh, Jerusalem or in the tribes. Okay? Um, because it was considered a sin. All right, let's move on. And in the house, his disciples asked him again about the same matter. So he said to them, whoever divorces his wife and marries another commits adultery against her. You see? And this is what I just said about this touching on so many Whoever divorces his wife and marries another commits adultery against her. And if a woman divorces a husband and marries another, she commits adultery. Okay? 
because in the eyes of the Lord, you are still married. Even though you have filed the certificate of divorcement. Then they brought young children to him that he might touch them. But the disciples rebuked those who brought them. But when Jesus saw it, he was greatly displeased and said to him, said to them, let the little children come to me and do not forbade them. For of such is the kingdom of God. Assuredly, I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God as a little child will by no means enter it. How are little children? Children are wondrous. They want to know everything. They believe without, um, you know, without even uh, thinking or denying it. They believe it quickly. They absorb quickly and they believe. This is why children uh, gravitate to, ooh, there's fairies or Santa Claus or um, um, so many other different things, you know, that we have today because they're young, they're children, and they absorb, okay? And so in order to enter the kingdom, you have to be willing to believe, to accept, to absorb all that is being said and told to you. Okay. I'm going to take this off for a little bit. That's biting my leg. Okay. Uh, all right. Um, and he took them up in his arms and put his hand on them and blessed them. Now, as he was going out on the road, one came running, knelt before him, and asked him, Good teacher, what shall I do that I may inherit eternal kingdom? So Jesus said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good but one that is God. You know the commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not murder. Do not steal, do not bear false witness, do not defraud, honor your father and your mother. And he answered and said to him, Teacher, all these I have observed from my youth. Then Jesus looked at him, loved him, and said to him, One thing you lack, go your way, sell whatever you have, and give to the poor. And you will have treasures in heaven. And come, take up the cross and follow me. But he was so sad at this word and went away grieved, for he had great possessions. Then Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, How hard it is for those who have riches to enter the kingdom of God. Okay? You're listening up. Okay? Why is it so hard for them? 
because they have a problem with giving. They have a problem with giving away things. Um, this is why today you have so many homeless and you have so many people um, trying to receive what they really should be receiving, but they're not because the uh, those that have money and power don't want to give up that money, even though it's not their money. <laughs> it's everybody's money, but they don't want to give that up. So here, you know, the Lord is telling you, you know, in order for them, um, they would have to give up their riches, as this young man did, would have to do. Okay, uh, then Jesus looked around and, oh, I'm sorry, we read that. <laughs> and the disciples were astonished at his words, but Jesus answered again and said to them, Children, how hard is it for those who trust in riches to enter the kingdom of God? It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. And they were astonished beyond measure, saying among themselves, Who then can be saved? But looking at them, Jesus said, with men it is impossible, but not with God, for with God all things are possible. Okay? So, they need God. And God will show them how and what they must do in order to enter the kingdom. Okay? Then Peter began to say to him, See, we have left all, we have left all and followed you. So Jesus answered and said, Assuredly, I say to you, there is no one who has left house or brother or sister or father or mother or wife or children or land for my sake and the gospel's who shall not receive a hundredfold now in this time, houses and brothers and sisters and mothers and children and lands with persecutions and in the age to come eternal life. But many who are first will be last and the last first. Now, they were on the road going up to Jerusalem, and Jesus was going before them. And they were amazed, and as they followed, they were afraid. And then he took the twelve aside again and began to tell them the things that would happen to him. Behold, we are going up to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man will be delivered to the chief priests, and to the scribes, and they will condemn him to death and deliver him to the Gentiles. And they will mock him and scourge him and spit on him and kill him, and the third day he will rise again. 
Then James and John, the son of Zebedee, came to him saying, Teacher, we want you to do for us whatever we ask. And he said to them, What do you want me to do for you? And they said to him, Grant us that we may sit on one on your right hand and the other on your left in your glory. And Jesus said to them, You do not know what you ask. Can you drink the cup that I drink? And he baptized them and and be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with. Now, this was James and John. All right. Yeah, this was James and John. Okay. Uh, And they said to him, we can. And Jesus said to them, you will indeed drink the cup that I drink. And with the baptism I am baptized with, you will be baptized. But to sit on my right hand, And on my left is not mine to give, but it is for those for whom it is prepared. Okay. Sometimes man will ask things because he's looking at, uh, he's looking at, uh, he's looking at it from a man's view's perspective. Uh, here and now perspective. Not looking into the future perspective. And I think in this case, that was the, the gist of it. Um, and if it were, if it weren't, either way, it didn't matter because as the Lord said, he doesn't have control over that because his father is the one that makes those decisions. Okay, God is the one that decides who is sitting, sitting where. Okay. Um, all right, so let's uh, move on. But to, uh, okay. Uh, and when the ten heard it, they began They began to be greatly displeased with James and John, but Jesus called them to himself and said to them, You know that those who are considered rulers over the Gentiles lord it over them, and their great ones exercise authority over them. 
yet it shall not be so among you. But whosoever desires to become great among you shall be your servant, and whosoever of you desires to be first shall be slave of all. So that's a nice warning. Okay. Hmm. Um, For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. And so this is the case with uh, people who who have been called and other people even those who haven't that are preachers and teachers and etc. People tend to forget that when you are uh, ministering or preaching or teaching or evangelizing, you are a servant of the Lord. You are to serve the masses, to serve the people. That is the position that you have. And it's not for you to make decisions about uh, how good you are, where you'll be, or, you know, whether you'll be first, second. That's not your decision. Again, that's, that's the Lord's decision. Okay. Then they came to Jericho, and as he went out of Jericho... With his disciples and a great multitude, blind Bartholomew, the son of Thaddeus, I'm sorry, of Timachus, sat by the road begging. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Then many warned him to be quiet, but he cried out all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. So Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. Then they called the blind man, saying to him, Be of good cheer, rise, he is calling you. And throwing aside his garment, he rose and came to Jesus. And Jesus answered and said to him, What do you want me to do for you? The blind man said to him, Rabboni, that I may receive my sight. Then Jesus said to him, Go your way. Your faith has made you well. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus on the road. Now when they came near Jerusalem to Bethpage, now, mind you, this was, let's, um, this man was uh, Bartimaeus, okay? Uh, we know that Bartimaeus was one of the disciples, as you read on later on. So, Bartimaeus was healed and just followed him. As you can see, it says, and immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus on the road. Now, when they came near Jerusalem to Bethpage and Bethany at the Mount of Olives, he sent out two of his disciples, and he said to them, Go into the village opposite you, 
And as soon as you have entered it, you will find a coat tied on which no one has sat. Loose it and bring it. And if anyone says to you, why are you doing this? Say, the Lord has need of it. And immediately he will send it here. So they went their way and found the coat tied by the door outside on the street, and they loosened it. And some of those who stood there said to them, What are you doing loosening the coat? So they spoke to them just as Jesus had commanded, and they let them go. Then they brought the coat to Jesus and threw the garment on it, and he sat on it. And many spread their garments on the road, and others cut down leafy branches from the trees and spread them on the road. Then those who went before and those who followed cried out, saying, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the kingdom of our father David that comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. And Jesus went into Jerusalem and into the temple. So when he had looked around at all things, as the hour was already late, he went out to Bethany with the twelve. (coughs) Now the next day, When they had come out from Bethany, he was hungry. And seeing from afar a fig tree having leaves, he went to see if perhaps he would find something on it. And when he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, for it was not the season for figs. In response, Jesus said to it, let no one eat fruit from you ever again. And his disciples heard it. So they came to Jerusalem and Jesus went into the temple and began to drive out those who bought and sold in the temple and overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who sold doves. And he would not allow anyone to carry wares through the temple. Then he taught, saying to them, Is it not written, My house shall be called a house of prayer for all nations? But you have made it a den of thieves. And the scribes and the chief priests heard it, and sought how they might destroy him. For they feared him, because all the people were astonished at his teachings. And when evening had come, he went out of the city. Now in the morning, as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the root. And Peter, remembering, said to him, Rabboni, look, the fig tree which you cursed has withered away. So Jesus answered and said to him, said to them, 
Have faith in God, for surely I say to you, whosoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt his heart, but believes that those things he says will come to pass, he will have whatever he says. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. And whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgiving him that your Father in heaven may also forgive you your trespasses. But if you do not forgive, neither will your Father in heaven forgive your trespasses. You understand that? Everybody got that? Let's read that again. And whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him that your Father in heaven may also forgive you your trespasses. But if you do not forgive, neither will your Father in heaven forgive your trespasses. Then they came again to Jerusalem, and as he was walking in the temple, the chief priests, the scribes, and the elders came to him. And they said to him, By what authority are you doing these things? And who gave you this authority to do these things? But Jesus answered and said to them, I will also ask you one question, then answer me, and I will tell you by what authority I do these things. The baptism of John, was it from heaven or from man? Answer me. And they reason among themselves, if we say from heaven, he will say, why then did you not believe him? But if we say from man, they fear the people from all counter John to have been a prophet indeed. So they answered and said to Jesus, we do not know. And Jesus answered and said to them, neither will I tell you by what authority I do these things. Chapter 12. Then he began to speak to them in parables. A man planted a vineyard and set a hinge around it, dug a place for the wine vat, and built a tower. And he leased it to vine dressers and went into a far country. Now, at vintage time, he sent a, he sent a servant to the vine dresser that he might receive some of the fruit of the vineyard from the vine dresser. And they took him and beat him and sent him away empty-handed. And again, he sent them another servant 
and at him they threw stones, wounded him in the head, and sent him away shamefully treated. And again he sent another, and him they killed, and many others, beating some and killing some. Therefore, still having one son, his beloved, he also sent him to them, last saying, They will respect my son. But those vineyards dressers said amongst themselves, This is the hare. Come, let us kill him, and the inheritance will be ours. And they took him and killed him and cast him out of the vineyard. Therefore, what will the owner of the vineyard do? He will come and destroy the vine dresses and give the vineyard to others. Have you not read the scripture? The stone which the builder rejected has become the chief cornerstone, and this was the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. And they sought to lay hold of him, but feared the multitude, for they knew he had spoken the parable against them. So they left him and went away. Then they sent to him some of the Pharisees and the Herodians to catch him in his words. And when he had come, they said to him, Teacher, we know that you are true and care about no one, for you do not regard the people, the person of men, but teach the way of God in truth. Is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? Shall we pay or shall we not pay? But he, knowing their hypocrisy, said to them, Why do you test me? Bring me a Bring me a Daenerys that I may see. So they brought it, and he said to them, Whose image and inscription is this? And they said to him, Caesar's. Then Jesus answered and said to them, Reader, render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God. And they marveled at him. And this is something that people have confused today. It is quite plain that the Lord is telling you here that Caesar is one thing and God is another. The two are not together. Okay? Caesar is government, right? God is the universe government. Local government, universe government. Okay? They are not the same. 
<clears throat> but you should follow both. Okay? Unless one supersedes over the other. In which case, the only one that should supersede over the other is the universe, God. However, we do know that the uh, government does try to supersede over the uh, over God and over His commandments, and so you see, we suffer for at that time when those things do happen. Okay, let's move on. Then some Sadducees who say there is no resurrection came to him. And they asked him, saying, Teacher, Moses wrote to us that if a man's brother dies and leaves his wife blind and leaves no children uh, behind, I'm sorry, and leaves no children, his brother should take his wife and raise up offspring for his brother. Now there were seven brothers. The first took a wife, and dying, he left no offspring. And the second took her, and he died, nor did he any offsprings. And the third likewise. And so the seven had her and left no offspring. Last of all, the woman died also. Therefore, in the resurrection, when they rise, whose wife will she be? For all seven had her as wife. But Jesus answered and said to them, Are you not therefore mistaken? Because you do not know the scriptures nor the power of God. For when they rise from the dead, they neither marry nor are given in marriage, but are like angels in heaven. But concerning the dead that they rise, have you not read in the book of Moses, in the burning bush passage, how God spoke to him, saying, I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob? He is not the God of the dead, but the God of the living. And you are therefore greatly mistaken. Then one of the scribes came, and having heard them reasoning together, perceiving that he had answered them well, asked him, which is the first commandment of all? <laughs> and Jesus answered him, The first of all the commandments is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, with all your mind and with all your strength. This is the first commandment. And the second like it is this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself, and there is no other commandment greater than these. 
So the scribe said to him, well, said teacher, you have spoken the truth for there is one God and there is no other but he. And to love him with all the heart and with all the understanding and with all the soul and with all strength and to love one's neighbor as oneself is more than all the whole burnt offerings and sacrifices. So when Jesus saw that he answered wisely, he said to to him, you are not far from the kingdom of God. And after that, no one dared question him. (laughs) Woo! Yeah. You are not far from the kingdom of God. They got quiet quickly. Then Jesus answered and said, while he taught in the temple, he is, uh, how is it that the scribes say that Christ is the son of David? For David himself said, by the Holy Spirit, the Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand till I make your enemies your footstool. Therefore David himself called his Lord. How is he then his son? And the common people heard him gladly. Then he said to them in his teaching, Beware of the scribes who desire to go around in long robes Love greeting, uh, love greetings in the marketplace. The best seats in the synagogues and the best places at feast who devour widows' houses and for a pretense makes long prayers. These will receive greater condemnations. Now Jesus sat opposite the treasure and said how the people put money unto the treasury and many who were rich put in much. Then one poor widow came and threw in two mitts which makes a quadrant. So he called his disciples to him and said to them, Assuredly, I say to you that this poor widow has put in more than all those who have given to the treasury, for they all put in out of their abundance, but she out of her poverty put in all that she had, her whole livelihood. Okay. All right. We're going to stop here today. Um, I really hope that this was a, uh, a help to many and a blessing to many. Um, let's bow our heads. 
Father, we thank you for this word today, Lord. I ask, Lord Jesus, that this word be a help. And I ask, Lord, that people understand what you're saying in your word. Lord, I thank you for your understanding of this word. Father, I ask, Lord, that you continue to work with us, continue to guide us, and to continue, Lord Jesus, to be merciful unto us. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, for your word and your guidance, for your mercy and your grace and your love. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Okay, everyone, this is Minister MacMillan. Those of you who would like to reach out to me, I'm at macmillan75gmail.com or anchor.fm right slash linda-macmillan9. Or for those of you who would like to catch up with some of my podcasts that you haven't heard, you can reach out to me at Linda MacMillan at uh, facebook.com, okay? Um, those of you who like to sponsor, donate, there are two buttons at the bottom of this page. Uh, press on whichever button it is you're interested in, and that information will be given to you, okay? All right, everyone, thank you so much for all the donations, sponsorships, and for those who write in a call, and we appreciate it. Thank you so much. All right, this is Minister Ragnallon. Have a blessed evening and good night.